Reignite on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. Joining me now is Orla Byrne, lecturer in entrepreneurship and strategy with University College Dublin. Orla, people who've been contacting the show, they ha- they think they have the, the start of an idea. The question now is, how? How do mm-hmm. I do it? And we know in the past there would be people who go full into business plan, market research. They get it right down to their tactics. Others have done the just mm-hmm. do it <laughs> school of thought. But we've really seen in recent years more and more people starting out adopting what we call the lean startup model. What is that? Yeah, it's um, it's actually a nice way to, fra- to frame it because the lean start- startup, I guess, is an interim, a middle ground between those two different approaches. So the Lean Startup is a book written by Eric Rees, who started uh, many businesses, Silicon Valley uh, entrepreneur. Um, and it, 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 sta- it, it kind of bridges a couple of different disciplines. First of all, it uses principles from lean manufacturing, which is all about reducing waste. So uh, for Eric Rees, starting up businesses and launching ideas that people don't want and that end up failing, is, is wasteful use of resources. The other side of it is it stems from practices associated with um, design thinking and agile uh, project management, which is, is very much customer focused. So using those two kind of philosophies, looking at the needs and wants of customers and trying to reduce waste is where the lean startup uh, methodology comes from. And it's very much based on trying not spending too long thinking about where you want to be in three to five years and planning, but really focusing on interim deliverables. So it's about, it's quite uncomfortable for some people because it's about launching imperfect products and services. So you try to get a minimum viable product together and you, you, you lash that out almost. And then you see what the feedback is on that. And based on that, then you make your, your next decisions. So the build, measure, learn cycle is what the Lean Startup is all about. Yeah, I'm reminded of something I tell my team all the time, which is done is better than perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and I should say that book and other books are up as recommendations on our website, Boost My Business on rte.ie. So one of the core principles in all of this, uh, Orla Bari, is that you go from the outside in. You talk to people, you try and understand the problem you're trying to solve. And the advice in, in the lean startup model is that you start by learning what customers really want, not what they say they want or what they think they should have. Mm. What's the key differentiator in there in terms of ch- learning about people? Well, So first of all, you're right in terms of talking about customers, but it's even more precise. So it goes back to marketing 101 when we think about customers not as a big broad cohort but as separate individual cohorts um, and if you're if you're launching something new you need people who are going to be appeal who, who the appeal of something new the allure of that is going to appeal to them so we're looking at early adapters so we don't launch something to the general public we launch it to our early adapters first and foremost so trying to identify who the key people that you need to get on board who are willing to try and test something that's somewhat a little bit imperfect um, uh, uh, but they, they like the idea of doing something new and exciting so we work you, you find those people uh, and then it's very much about trying to assess what their needs are you have to get out of your own head if you think something's a good idea 
idea, that's a great starting spot. But in order to actually test that idea, you need to get out and speak to people. And it can be informal conversations. Sometimes they're the most valuable. And and one of your, your previous speakers was saying the same thing. He launched something and he, he asked lots of different people to try it. That's that's perfect. That's quality textbook lean startup kind of approach when we're we're getting informal feedback on something. And we use that rather than if we design a survey, we're introducing our own bias still. It, we're still in our own heads asking people what they think about something. And quite often, you you know, we don't even know what we want, what the next thing we want is until we're using it, engaging it and it's presented to us ourselves. So, um, yeah, the, it's very much having those informal conversations. And it's people. that early experimentation yes. and you can think but big, but you might actually have to start small. Yes. And one of the, the disciplines you're talking about, that there is minimum viable product. Mm. But there's also not a concept of Wizard of Oz testing. <laughs> Explain quickly what, what we mean by that. And I've seen others like, let's say, Dropbox do it. They're probably the most famous for it, where rather than going off and building the full product, they built a three minute video. This this is back yes, in 2007. Right, Today yeah, they've got true. like 500 million uh, users of it. But at the start, it was three minutes saying to people yeah. that USB you keep losing, that laptop you damaged or lost and you had no backup. Here is the solution. All of your files in one place on every device ever. So it was kind of using a video to yeah. get people to leap to. Yeah, that's actually something I didn't realise that I needed in my life. Uh, file synchronisation, as we call it today. Yeah, it's true because um, so I, deal, I, I teach entrepreneurship. So I have a lot of students and they can come up with great ideas and think of all the bells and whistles and how amazing these ideas could be in the future. But, you know, Airbnb didn't start off as we see it now. So you need to kind of backtrack for these big businesses. Google wasn't what it is now. So what was the genesis? What was the kernel of the idea at the start? And how did they actually get from that point to where they are now? So we often see the end result of successful businesses, but we don't see what they did in the very, very early days. And the Dropbox uh, video is a nice example of that because it shows us how raw things were and imperfect. And that's why a lot of this lean startup approach can be very uncomfortable for people, especially someone with perfectionist tendencies or engineers or designers who who really like to have a, a well-functioning product in place. So you're asking them to go against the grain of their discipline to launch something that's not perfect uh, in, in order to, to get that quick feedback. And it's all about those quick, rapid cycles of getting that um, build, measure, learn feedback. And it's that flexible yes. stubbornness that Jeff Bezos has talked about in the past where you think you're headed there, but you're going to have to be flexible <laughs> on the tactics that get you to the point. There's a great line in that Lean Startup book that we're discussing, which says, you know, the question is not, can this product Product be built in the modern economy. Almost any product that can be imagined can be built. The more pertinent question is: Should this product be built? What advice yeah. would you give to people? So that very much stems from the lean thinking to reduce waste. So just because we can do something, we might not necessarily. <laughs> it's not reason enough to actually do it. Uh, and again, I guess this learned leans us or directs us towards the pivot or persevere thinking within the book as well. So because we can do something and we're doing it, should we even still continue doing that as well? So the, the pivoting is is as important. So Eric Ries is very much against the whole idea. Oh, it's 99 percent perspiration, one percent inspiration. He's saying, no, we need to have a, a process in place. And starting up a business is no different to doing anything else. We need to have a, a process and we need to be strict and disciplined in how we do it. So we get all of this information from these these um, minimum viable products, these, these interim goals that we're going towards. And we decide almost in advance how what are going to what are the markers of success of this launch 
this next iteration be? And if we're not meeting those, then it's that information, that's data, that's objective data that helps us in our decision of whether we should persevere or pivot because it's deeply emotional. Entrepreneurship is hugely emotional. And that, I, I like that book because it, it brings that to the fore. So if we're trying to make decisions on whether we should uh, go down one track or another or whatever, we can be very much led by our own emotions, but also our escalation of commitment to a project as well. So if we've been disciplined in what setting aside our objectives and our, our measures, of success in advance and we're not hitting that mark then we have something raw data that we can actually make decisions based on and it strikes me there you mentioned emotion as Scott Belsky once said you know doing a startup doing a business is some days like reconnecting recommitting to suffering resilience (laughs) is something that business owners across the Midlands and their staff Mm. today will really have to dig deep on I know it's something you're researching at the moment just very quickly any any takeaways just yet on resilience in this moment of COVID? Um, well, yes, like you say, we're doing a study. We've launched a, a study trying to really develop a robust impression of resilience. It's very much looking at coping. It's looking at um, passion. Sometimes our fear of failure can influence this as well, our decision making. Um, and it's very much about the personal. So when we talk about the resilience of businesses, especially entrepreneurs, we need to think about the resilience of the person behind it too. Okay, and that topic of resilience is one we're going to talk a lot about in re- Ignite 5. Um, so stay with us over the coming weeks when we come back to that. Thank you, Orla Byrne, lecturer in entrepreneurship and strategy with University College Dublin.